back to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? I'm good, man. We're here. Ready to talk about uh, this movie. But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let everyone know what it is. Uh, we are going to talk about 2000's crime drama, Brother. I'm going to already apologize for if I mispronounce names, what's going to happen with this episode. Let's see. Synopsis Google. Come on, Google. Abandoned by the brotherhood of his Yakuza clan, tough guy Yamamoto is forced to leave Tokyo. He goes to Los Angeles in search of Ken, his half, his younger half-brother. Alone with the new identity, Yamamoto finds himself frustrated by foreign surroundings, especially since he doesn't speak the language. Or does he? Let's see. IMDb. Probably should have had this pulled up. I'm sure it's going to say the same thing. I can't get my my internet slow right now. (laughs) But this stars Omar Epps, Claude Make Make a Messiah Kato, Antoine Tanner. Susama, Terajima, Ren Usugi, Tetsuya Watari, and this is uh, directed and starring Takashi Kitano. Nez, is this the first time you ever seen this movie? This is the first time I heard of this movie. <laughs> Did you read the synopsis? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, let me see if Google finally pulled it up. Or I did the Google, can't find. Okay, well let me let me uh, do the IMDb one. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, good one. Since 
A Japanese gangster is exiled to Los Angeles where his brother lives with a small but respectable multiracial gang who is <laughs> who he inspires to expand their influence. Um Yeah, this was my first time watching this. I, I never even heard of this film. Uh, I didn't watch any trailers or anything. I just clicked on it. I had no idea it was Japanese or uh, the Yakuza-related film. But then once it kind of got going, and then Omar Epps pops up, and I was like, I was like, how does he fit into all of this but um, as the story goes I was a little confused though with the beginning because it starts off with um, the main guy uh, Anaki I think that was his name the uh, Anaki Anaki or whatever it was like he was going and then he goes to America and then it does it just does a flash jump back flashback to him being in Japan and and this going on before he goes home, it was kind of jumping all over the place, yeah. and I was like, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, that that's a. I've, this is the second time I've seen this. I remember this movie completely different than this rewatch. Uh, it, it jumps all over the place, and when you do get flashbacks, it it's quickly trying to tell you what what happened and. Basically, he comes to America because he fucks up really bad to the point where I'm assuming one of the bosses gets gets killed under his watch. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't sure if he killed the boss or he was he somebody high up or was he just one of the soldiers? He, I think he was above a soldier, but below a boss. Okay, because that, that was that, that's why I think when that that old uh, guy, the old guy that was trying to get freaky with all the girls, uh-huh. I think he was a boss, and he was in charge of protecting him, and he got killed, and basically he lost, he lost his honor, and I don't know if he they, he was told to leave or he left because they were going to kill him. That wasn't really specified. I figured they just let him go because if they were trying to kill him, he was dealing with Japanese guys when he got to America. And I was like, what's happening in this? I mean, (laughs) him getting to America and just getting into it with whoever got in his face. I mean, Omar Epps plays a guy named Danny and he that guy Anaki's walking down the street because he's looking for his brother. He went to some sushi restaurant. They said, "Oh, your brother lives a couple blocks down that way." So he's just walking down the street, and I did not like the editing in this movie at all. No, no, it, it, was, uh, it was a choice they made. Not a good choice. It was just like super sloppy. Hey, I'm I'm not a filmmaker, everyone, but it was just. Uh, no, I mean some of those Amityville movies were edited better than this. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen as many as I have. But uh, no, the ones I've seen are getting worse. They're getting worse. But he's walking down the street, and all of a sudden, boom! He bumps into Danny Omar Epps, and 
knocks his bottle and goes, "Hey man, you're gonna you're gonna pay for my bottle." And Anakin just reaches down, grabs the the neck of the broken bottle, and stabs him in the eye. Yeah, and apparently because he doesn't speak English, he just can't hear anything that they're saying. It's just, I thought that was a weird choice too, where. When you go from his point of view, him looking at Omar Epps, and he's just, it's just silent. And I'm like, I'm sure he knows something, some English. Yeah, I was uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It mean. I was watching it, and I was just like, uh, and the commercials on Tubi were killing me. <laughs> yes. But um, I started reading uh, some of the reviews and how everyone was like, oh, my God, this is best. It's 10 out of 10. It's one of, uh, what's his name, Tanaki or whatever. It was like, is that how you say his name? Um, uh, Tanaki. Takeshi, yeah, him. Oh, it's one of his best, man. It's awesome. I guess he's got other gangster films. And one guy was like, "Oh man, it's just as good as Goodfellas." And I was like, oh. uh, "Whoa!" I mean, I, mean, I don't know what you're watching. <laughs> as far as him, he fit his role perfectly. I think. yeah, because he just came off like just an old school yakuza gangster. And him coming to America, not really understanding the customs and the, doesn't know the language. He fit real well. But when we get to, as Google put it, or was it Google or was it IMDb, his multiracial gang that he gets with? It was his brother. Well, because in, in the beginning, when, when he gets, when he's at that sushi bar and he's asking him, he's looking for his brother. Uh, one of the guys there says, yeah, your brother lives down here. He kind of got into it with these or got mixed up with these gangsters, these gangbangers. And I was like, all right. But then when we meet his gang, it's uh, a couple black guys and uh, I assume he's Mexican or, or whatever. I, I don't know what, what was going on. <laughs> as all, I mean, it's like every crew it just seemed like these were just some little small timer, uh, little dope dealers uh, in L.A. somewhere. And uh, his, his brother, his brother's the worst. I was like, I, did, did you not grow up with your brother at all? I mean, I assume he didn't. <laughs> I mean, you he's a punk, basically. I mean, he's getting slapped around by other people and I'm just not buying him as as a as a hustler, thug, gangster, whatever he's trying to portray on screen was just not working for me. It was like no, no class, no, no honor, really. Uh, I, I assume that his brother was born in America and because he did not act like his older brother on how slick and move and, and smooth he was with just uh, being who he is and just killing fools that got in his way. Cause they, they just started killing every gang. They would just, he would just walk in and just start blasting fools and, and taking out the competition. And then they slowly started first. They were like all street thugged out. And by the end of the movie, they're all dressed in suits playing the part. But I didn't understand what 
all these gangs. I mean, they ended up fighting the Mexicans, and then they were they. I, I assume they were fighting a black gang, and then the Italians. They, yeah, the Italians, and then they were with the some other Japanese crew, and I just I remember one of the guys. He was in um, uh, what was that movie? Uh, I think he was in audition. Oh, and, the 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 one Japanese dude, his uh, his hem, his henchman or his little left hand man that was always with yeah, right hand man. Yeah, yeah, and he was in those uh, Juwan and the the mm-hmm. Grudge movies and all that. I I, re- I recognize him. There was a lot of old oh, that guys and Hector. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Noel. He's in, he's in a he, suit this time. Yeah, he's just standing there and um. Being, being his usual self, but yeah. Suit. Uh, what's his name from One Eight Seven? And he was in uh, the the drag queen in Leprechaun in the Hood. No, <laughs> oh. uh, he he popped in there for a second, and um, there was there was a couple of other guys that they were just like in every gangster movie, just just standing around, and even um, uh, Tanaka, uh, Mister Tanaka from uh, Die Hard. Uh, he popped up in this, <laughs> but he this movie exactly the same too. Yeah, this movie was all over the place. I I didn't I didn't get what was happening. I mean, other it, than they were just trying to take over uh, all the gangs in L.A., I guess. But and then it just I don't know the 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 honor that's dealing with Japanese and guys just killing themselves to prove that they're loyal or whatever or cutting your fingers off and that one guy that gutted himself I, I didn't I, I didn't get why they were doing it or the other guy his um his buddy uh that oh, showed the up that, that, that gave his life yeah so, uh, so the other the other Japanese gang would join up with them yeah Kato or whatever his name yeah, is that's, just, I, that came out of nowhere I, I yeah. understand you you basically you have you love the guy and he means so much to you and he's basically you came up under him but I mean that's kind of extreme to where you're gonna basically give up your life by shooting yourself to, to just to have another gang join you. Yeah, I, I was I, I didn't understand this this honor system that they were running by. Because yeah, I mean, that one that when that guy gutted himself and he just yeah, give me a knife and then just that I, I, then kinda, I was like I kind of miss why he was doing it the the finger stuff I get like you fucked up you have to 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 show your that loyalty, you know you I fuck, guess. yeah your loyalty <laughs> and you know you fucked up but just I guess gutting yourself is a little to me is a little too extreme and shooting yourself in the head and. I don't know. And another another thing I, I the for a movie that's almost 2 hours long, the pacing is real weird because it it jumps to like this to that to that to that, you know. You yeah. don't even really see them like when they go from just regular streetwear to suits, you don't even get to see the in between. Uh-uh, it just and, like, it was just like time jumps. Yeah, and then when after the 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 one friend shoots himself to have the one guy basically join up his gang to join up. 
you just get a quick montage of them just fucking shooting everybody and apparently trying to kill off all their rivals and that's like a two minute scene yeah or uh, when they were I think they were Mexican when they met him up in that hotel and <sighs> they came in with guns and said here go hide these in the bathroom so they did and the brother that his brother could not act I'm not an actor everyone but this guy was like terrible, <laughs> but I I was like, what, what's happening here? <laughs> I, uh, the, like I said, there was some choices made. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to. I don't know if he's actually Japanese or if he was just trying to act act Japanese or act Japanese and a gangster at the same time. But he had a, he had a lot going on. All right, this is what it says in in Wikipedia. Yeah, Yamamoto is the, the main guy, is a brutal and experienced Yakuza enforcer whose boss was killed and whose clan was defeated in a criminal war with a rival family. What Surviving clan I, <laughs> I don't know. Surviving clan members have few options, either to join the winners, uh reconciling with shame and dis- distrust or to die by committing uh, seppuku, yeah, that uh, Yamamoto, however, decides to escape uh, to Los Angeles along with his associate Kato. There, he finds his established half brother Ken, who runs a small-time drug biz- business together with his local <laughs> African American friends. <laughs> this guy was not established. <laughs> yeah. Let me get that straight. <laughs> At the first meeting, Yamamoto badly hurts one of them. Denny, uh, that's Omar Epps, with an attempt to fraud him. What? what? Oh, uh, later Denny becomes one of Yamamoto's closest friends and associates. Uh, used in used to living in a clan and according to its laws, Yamamoto creates a, a hapless gang out of Ken's buddies. The new gang quickly and brutally attacks Mexican drug bosses and takes control of the territory in L.A. Okay. Uh, they also form an alliance with Shirensi. I don't know how to say that word. A criminal leader of Little Tokyo uh, District, making their group even stronger. I, okay, that was the other Japanese game they joined up with. As time passes, Yamamoto and his new gang emerge as a formidable force, gradually expanding their turf in such an extent that they, they confront the powerful Italian mafia. All right. On on that rise of of taking out the Mexicans and then dealing with some other local crews, and and these local crews are just like just little street hustlers. That's it. These these aren't big organized crime guys until they get to, to the the Italians. I mean, it seemed like the Mexicans were kind of organized the because all the, the leaders were in suits and then you got all the Hectors and all those little thug dudes yeah, hanging was outside. More organized than- these fucking goofballs, man. I These guys just ran through every gang just because uh, Anarchy showed up. Now they're yeah. able to like just get their shit together and just take over. Because these guys just seem like little nickel and dime guys until Anarchy showed up. <laughs> they're Like I said, they're goofy. Like When they're out on the corner, they're supposed to be hustling. They're like dancing and shadow boxing and just goofing around and guys coming up talking about where's the rest of my money and he's like slapping people around and like how you guys go from that to just murdering like 
establish bosses and all their henchmen. I, it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, everybody respectfully addresses Yamamoto as Anarchy, uh, but soon Anarchy suddenly loses any interest in their they're now successful but dangerous business. Spending his time with his girlfriend or just sitting silent, sitting silent, silently thinking about something. Okay. Yeah, what was up with his girlfriend? She was all weird and and crazy. She was walking back and forth outside in the street when they were those I, don't know, I assume they were playing a game or something. Yeah, him and uh Omar Epps' character Denny, they had this Thing I'm assuming is one of the things they bonded over is they like to gamble and place yeah. bets on anything. But yeah, she's I don't know. I guess that's what he likes. I don't know. Cause she just got murdered. I mean, when they were he shot her. Well, they were just shooting those other dudes, and she was standing there with him, and he just shot her. Uh, I was like, okay. Uh, he didn't like her that much. No, he never he never talked to her. No, he just kept telling her to shut up. Um, however, the mafia ruthlessly strikes back, and soon Yamamoto and his gang are driven into a disastrous situation of no return as they are hunted down one by one. Were they hunted down one by one? <laughs> uh, I I know the, the one bald head dude got killed. I felt bad for the one guy, the Mexican dude. Cause they they brought him to the to the wherever they was hanging out at and had had him at the peephole pretending to be oh yeah and everything and he he did try to warn him at that last second but I was like that's not enough time for anything to happen yeah that black guy got blasted through the key or the peephole and then you hear another shot and you see that Mexican guy laying there dead. Um, when they went after uh, Danny Omar Epps, they went to his house and uh, killed his mom and whoever else was in there. Killed uh, his sister, Tatiana Ali. Is that that girl from Fresh Prince? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, she's in it, cool. And that was all we saw. <laughs> it was really quick. But the ending, it was like, Anarchy and Denny went way out in the middle of nowhere to some desert diner. <laughs> and but before that he told him goes here. He gave him a bag and said, Here, just just run. Yeah, it was a an old gym bag that he always carried around and it just, just was filled with money. Yeah, so he took off and then Anarchy was sitting in there and then he kinda looked at the the guy that owned the diner and he Throw some money down. Said, "Here, this is for the, the repairs." And then walked outside. And then you just all of a sudden you hear you hear gun machine guns, and then you see bullets coming through the door. And then you go outside and you see all those guys lined up shooting guns. And then they just get in their cars and drive off. And then did they show him laying there dead? I think so. We 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 didn't even talk about his brother. Fucking just ran. Never, okay. never okay. to be he, heard from again. All right, that's what I figured. He just took off. I thought at first I thought he got killed. And I think his brother was basically like, "This is you can you can stay and fight or you can run." And he took off running. He was weak, so I, I don't know. I mean, he was he was trying too hard. This movie. He always had that think- thing when he was trying to mean mug somebody where he he got that chin way up in the air. 
why didn't they kill the the Italian boss? They had him. They forgot. They, I don't know. They just let it. Well, they were playing with him with that. They stuck a gun on a stick and had strings tied to it. And then they told him, uh, Anakin and Denny were like, all right, pick a string, pick three of them. And uh, you, if you pick the right three, we'll, we'll let you go. So he pulls the first couple and two, nothing happens. And he pulls the last one and it shoots. I thought it was going to shoot him. He like just went, shot over his shoulder and he got scared. And then they let him go. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, you 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 went all this way. You might as well just go all the way, you know. Yeah, you might as well just kill him. And uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just really slow paced, and I was like, I was, I, I couldn't understand what was going on, especially with all the the flashback jumping around and this and that, and they, so many people coming in, and there was not really explanations on why and who they were. Yeah, they they tried to fit way too much into this movie. Yeah, I mean it was. Uh, you had to read some of it. I mean, when because he he could speak English, but like it seemed like just words. But he, I did like the how ruthless he was. Like if he, because when that one guy called him dumb Japs or whatever. Oh, at the table. Yeah, he understood that. Yeah, he killed him. Like, right. He's like, I understand, dumb fucking Jap. Yeah, asshole or something like that. But, I mean, will I watch this movie again? Probably not. I kind of want to see all these other movies, and I I don't get I, how people were saying that this I kind of don't. So awesome. If this is the best one. Yeah. I mean, I know. like I said, he was probably as far as playing the role right, he was the best one. But I like like we already talked about, I think the pacing just jumped around too much. And I felt like they were trying to put way too much into the movie. But at the same time, it was slow. And you you barely got any like character development. You like you you just said you they introduced characters and then that's it. They just walk on screen, say their name, and then, oh, we got another character. Yeah, I, I want to see these other movies. This guy's directed uh, 19 movies. I don't know if they're all gangster films, but I want to see some of these other ones just to see what, what it was about. Because, yeah, these reviews, they were ranting and raving like this was the greatest movie ever made. And I mean, there was cool stuff like the, the chopsticks up the nose and he was always doing some fucking kung fu punches with game chips in someone's mouth or something. I don't know why he, that, that was going on. I mean, but he he had... He, he had the cast. I liked uh, all the, the Japanese characters. I thought they were good. It was just Omar Epps just seemed like he was out of place. It didn't. Yeah, uh, he he didn't fit. His, his whole crew was out of place. Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of like, uh, okay, but and I, I don't know. I mean, it it was what it was. Again, I probably will never watch this again. I did like the friend though, uh, the one that killed himself for for anarchy. Yeah. Contra. That guy was, he was always, he, that, that guy thinks he can play ball, no matter, <laughs> basketball, football, <laughs> and nobody wants, to throw, nobody wants to throw him the ball. 
<laughs> that he was Michael Jordan and that guy that was playing with him. Man, you're more like Shaq. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you got Tubi and, and I doubt we're selling it to you. But if you, if you want to check it out just to see what we're, what we're talking about, definitely I, check it I, out. <laughs> I did get some people that when I posted we were doing this. Uh, on uh, I think Instagram I think there was a couple people that was like oh I love this movie it's one of my favorites of his and I was like okay oh yeah I don't know we all like different things so <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, yeah Tubi and Watch Brother alright sure pick alright um I don't. Did you guys do this one? Uh, what year was this movie? Um, I'm on Hulu. It is. I know it came out. Yeah, 1995. Uh, this is Copycat. Did you guys do this one? Like, recently? no. You're, you're you're probably remembering that I brought it up for Cool of the Week. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, we we. I've been wanting to do it. I just. And there hasn't been anything to fit it into the schedule, but yeah, we can do that. I'd love okay, that. Okay, all right, that's where I heard it. <laughs> okay, because I've been wanting to see this and I didn't know it was streaming anywhere. Because I have you it on. Seen on it? Oh, I've seen it. I have it on oh. DVD, but I'd have to go dig for it. It's in all my DVDs. I haven't uh, transferred it over to Blu-ray yet, but now that uh, I saw it. Uh, I was looking for another gangster movie, but then this caught my eye, and I've been wanting to to see it. So, cool. yeah, 1995's uh, Copycat with Sigourney Weaver and uh, Academy Award winner Holly Hunter. So, but yeah, come back uh, next week for that. And um, oh, E Society, we just uh, recorded uh, a few couple anchors for you we tackled um what the hell were these called oh 25 movies that are uh what was it called 25 movies that are basically perfect uh part one and two uh we it was uh we did the first 15 and then in the in the first half and then we did uh, the last 10, uh, only because uh, I was dealing with my grandson, so we had to cut it into two episodes. But those are both on Anchor right now. Uh, we just recorded our episode 251, so uh, go check that out um, after you listen to this or before or whatever. Um, oh, oh uh, for those of you in the uh, Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma area, this Thursday... Uh, live at the venue Shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, myself, uh, Randa, Randall, um, Russ from the Oki Podcast, uh, Josh and Isaiah from Toke Signals Podcast, um, Tyler from uh, Skoden Cinema, and all the gang from uh, King Castro and his crew. Uh, with all due respect, podcast will be live on stage again. So it's Shrine Time, part two. Um, if you guys uh, listened to the last episode we did when we when I was out there a month or so ago, I can't remember. Um, we know what to expect now because when we were up there, we were just rambling and didn't didn't know what we were doing. So I think 
we're going to go in there with some kind of uh, plan to do this and this and that, but I'm pretty sure it'll just turn back into what we did before of just rambling about this and that. But everyone loved it, so we got a lot of good responses from that. So uh, I'm really, really excited. I can't wait to get out there and uh, hook up with the guys again. Um, kind of got to know them a little more through messaging and all that. Cause I, when we were there, I was just like, Hey, what's up? I didn't, I didn't know who they, who these guys were, but after doing all that, these guys are hella cool. Listen to the show, uh, all the shows, Oki podcast, Toke signals, go cinema. And it's actually be the first time that I meet, um, uh, Tyler for, uh, Skoden cinema. I, I didn't get to meet him last time. He was, uh, busy. Uh, yeah, he's a teacher. So he had, uh, like mm. Pete teacher parent conferences or whatever so he didn't get to make the show but he's gonna be with us on stage this time so again this is at uh, the venue shrine in tulsa oklahoma that's uh, 112 east 18th street tulsa oklahoma uh the doors are at 6 30 i assume the show's either 7 30 uh it's a five dollar cover and it's a uh, 21 and over there's a full bar and all that um so yeah if you're in the area please uh, come out and uh, support us with our ramblings on, on stage. So, uh, but with that, uh, also um, just listen to East Society everywhere. We're Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and all that, as well as the Magnus Podcast. It's it's all the same stuff. <laughs> so, but. Uh, yeah, we're definitely, uh, please, please, if you're in the Tulsa area, definitely come out that night and uh, have some fun. So, but with that, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week for Copycat. And uh, yeah, so until then, party on. And make sure you're good to each other. <laughs>